Welcome back to another episode of Blockcast. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. Hi, I'm Mark, uh, the founder and CEO of Blockhead. Uh, this is Timothy Mazia, managing editor at Blockhead. What's stable, everybody? Boss yeah. here. Oh, right. Boss is tuning in for Korea. <laughs> yes. What's happening it's there? Super hot over here. Uh, oh, so I'm here for a crypto uh, Web3 festival. What and, cares uh, about what you're here there is... for? La. People care for your care, care about Korea. Oh, care <laughs> about Korea. The, the, the temperature <laughs> is uh, it's pretty hot. It's like Singapore right now. Oh, I think okay, the Baba, afternoon is aside. pretty painful. Yeah. <laughs> just aside, what are you doing there? What are you doing in Korea? Oh, there's a Web3 festival by the city of Seoul. Mm. Mm. So, so have 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 you are you already there? Have I'm you already, already been? No, have you already been there? I mean, like, been like to the Korea? festival itself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the festival is three days. Uh, it's it's over already. Yeah. Uh, how is and it? So, any interesting actually, things? Well, actually, there oh, are aliens, a lot of. Uh, 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 not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually the main topic of the Web3 festival was not on Web3 it was on like superconductor and uh, how can oh. we make room temperature no, no I'm joking <laughs> the, the, there, there are a lot of developers and uh, I think it's quite interesting that uh, the, the, the theme for this was about using blockchain for private goods so they are using mm-hmm. like blockchain to do uh, phone uh, phishing so they, let's say they work with the police to get the criminal record of all those phishing uh, criminals, then we'll, they will use uh, ZK and machine learning to learn. Then they will use blockchain to verify if this was a previous voice phishing criminal. Then they can alert the users. So they do this kind of ideas. So are all public goods. Uh, mm. There are also uh, alerts for, uh, what do you call that, like flooding and all this. Yeah, quite mm. very different. It's not like the uh, hackathon for like uh, building DeFi project or NFT platform or, or this kind. But uh, th- this one is uh, like quite refreshing uh, for me. It's all about public goods and how to serve the public. In what sense is it refreshing? Oh, as in like the the the, the concept. Because most of the hackathon I, I go is like they, they, they build a better decks or they improve on certain technology. Uh, they build a certain infra. So this is different, right? This, the audience is like, we are going to build it for the public. Mm. But we are going to use blockchain as a technology to do verification and all. Yeah, nice, it's not nice. like finance related per se. Nice, yeah, you, nice, you don't have nice. yield farming with all those uh, phone fishing <laughs> and uh, uh, flood alert, this kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, a bit different, uh, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you you from flood alerts are uh, a bit not ethical, uh. but anyway, I'm not, anyway. Ethical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very ethical. <laughs> but yes, uh, it's been a crazy week around also. So yeah, um, come bring us to the first story, Tim. So the first story I wanted to talk about is about Curve Finance. Uh, ching, right ching, now, ching. it's the, the, the biggest thing happening <laughs> yeah. in crypto, right? So this is another episode of of the Curve Wars. So Curve Wars has always been the crypto synonym for whale wars, right? This time, the price at stake is the Curve founder's $100 million home, which is collateralized with $280 million in CRV tokens. So basically what happened is that over $100 million uh, of crypto was put at risk over the weekend due to a re-entrancy bug in Viper. So Viper is a new programming language used to power parts of the Curve system. Basically a bunch of the geniuses found a security exploit <laughs> within the older version of the code inside the Curve protocol. So then, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the same thing, right, that happens. They then flash loan uh, the daylights out of the protocol to about 
62 million at the time of writing. So this comes at the expense of liquidity providers uh, to the protocol, which are the crypto whales. Uh, so this led to them withdrawing their liquidity from the curve pools and the chain reacting by dumping the CRV token. Oh, shit. Okay, more about this founder, right? So he's a Russian, Michael Igorov. He took out a $100 million loan on Aave to purchase a house in Australia. So he used $280 million of CRV as collateral for this loan. And he has another loan uh, on another protocol called Abracadabra, also collateralized with CRV, $51 million. And then on Fraxland, collateralized with $38 million of CRV. Basically, when everyone dumps the CRV tokens, Michael, uh, the founder, risks uh, liquidation. So all these whales know that Michael is in trouble, right? Mm. Uh, and after this hack, they're hungry for blood. <laughs> so, I'm just taking a look at the, a picture of his house right now, man. Like it is. Um, That's your dream, huh? No, no. It, it, it actually, it actually looks like shit, though. <laughs> it's one of those weird. It's one of those weirdo houses, is it? Like in Sentosa Cove, you drive to the deep inside, right? It's like, what the hell? What are these weird houses? What are people doing with their money? Uh, I think it's yeah, it's like that, but on steroids. Like think of that with like crypto eyes. <laughs> mm. Barbie yeah. is a Barbie vibe. Like, do you know where in Australia he bought the house? I didn't say. Not review. I I, I think you can easily just I mean, hundred million dollar loan to purchase this, right? I mean, there are there are such properties there, lah. But I mean, they're like, usually on the coastline, lah. Like you know, like Sydney and you know the kind of thing. Yep. Mm. And it's collateralized CRV, and, and, and just like, saying, you know, um. It's like how Musk collateralized a lot of his other loans with Tesla shares. Yeah, except yeah. it's Tesla. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, uh, so, it's so, okay, very this interesting. Just from, from a quick uh, Google, right? So the Australian Financial Review actually uh, reported on this purchase of this home. It's in Melbourne. Um, it's like uh, five-story, 5,600 square meters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, okay. Was, okay. Enough of the house. The house not important. But what's the <laughs> yeah, deal the house here? Not yeah, the house not important. Like really, just, okay. it's just a it's just a weirdo guy that want to leave the coal, go to Australia and buy a weird house. Okay? I mean, but uh, he's about to lose. The, he was about to lose his home. Like. Yeah. 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 So so yes, come, Bosley, tell us what's the what's the real deal? Like, why is this thing a story? Well, why is this thing a story? I I think to add on uh Tim's input, we 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 need to understand why it's curve. So curve is a DEX. It's like Uniswap. But when they first came out, their selling point was for packed crypto assets. So what do I mean by that? So uh, Curve has a very different formula from Uniswap V2. It is Initially, it was built for stablecoin. So if you have two assets like, uh, for example, USDT, USDC, their promise is there will not be much deviation, right? So you, you will have less slippage when comparing to using Uniswap. So of course, over the years, they evolve. They also have Curve V2 that allow volatile assets. That means you can pack like ETH and USDC together. But most of the time, they are like the de facto. So if you have a packed asset like ETH and STETH, you will see it on Curve having the largest liquidity pool. So Ethereum will for sure will use it. Uh, and they are also uh, deployed on other chains. So you need to know the story. They are like the backbone of uh, DeFi, right? Mm. Um, they, 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 are start, they are like the backbone. So then came, you understand about the loan and the house. Actually, it's not firm yet whether he took out the loan and paid for the house. He for sure took out the loan. He for sure bought the house. The question in between is, uh, there's no like, 100% proof that he used the loan to buy the house. But why did he take the loan? Right, that, that's the question one. So he could be taking the loan to do two things because first, uh, he has a lot of curve CRV on hand. If you sell it on an open market, you are going to kill your own project. So one way is to you collateralize it, right? then you take a loan, then you have the cash on hand, you have the USDT, uh, USDC, whatever stable coin that he took, then you can use it. Right, He could be using it to buy a home, 
or maybe he used it to you know A B C D E. That he did. Then we came to the exploit. So this is the most recent one. So it's Viper, right? Uh, yes. I actually took a look at the language like before before this thing happened, and uh, I thought it was quite interesting because uh, it was written in a way that is comfortable for Web two users. Uh, meaning like it's very close to Python. I think one of the way, and there are also YouTube videos like how to get started on it. It haven't reached the like uh, version one. It's still like version 0.7 something, uh, 0.7. So it's like not stable. Uh. It's still like a beta like you can consider. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Curve was using it. Like uh, it doesn't mean that the, the code, uh, the, the language is not good, but apparently you know, it, it got exploited. Uh, I think the big thing here is that because Curve is the backbone of DeFi and it got exploited and now the hacker on hand, so there are white hat and black hat, right? Those black hat on hand has a lot of Curve. If they dump, then you will get liquidated. And liquidation is a vicious cycle, right? So mm. if you throw, then uh, the price go even lower, then more people get liquidated and get liquidated, then, then it's game over because it's... Yeah, then you're talking about uh, and, and Curve being the backbone of uh, DeFi and with so many whales in it. If it goes down, then it's going to be very bad for the De crypto DeFi scene. Uh. So people are... So this, is, this is like the trending topic right now. Right. And at the same time, when you see this kind of situation, like Tim say, there will be vouchers, right? Because I know your liquidation point. I know if I hit you at 0 0.37, if I push the price down, right, then you will get liquidated, right? All the short, no, all the vouchers come with you. How can I short you until you hit that point? So his liquidation point is 0 0.4 and 0 0.37. So right now, the current status is there's a group like rumored uh, there's a group that is hunt, hunting right trying to short going all out to short so that they can short it until it disappears uh, because by the time it hit liquidation it will cascade then they will make then there's another group which is like I don't know his friend his supporter Justin Sun obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he bought OTC it's not on the open market because you cannot affect the price so OTC he sold his curve his curve holding to Justin Sun and to some uh, non big wheel uh, at 0 0.4, right? Compared to now, now I, I think 0 0.6. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, 0 0.4 uh, at a discount. So you have these two group of big wheel with liquidity fighting, right? One is trying to hold, hold the fort. Another side is trying to, I want to make you disappear so that I can win. I, I wonder, like to everyone here, do you feel like it's a Luna kind of situation where I was just, there's, I was just there's people say, trying right? to short Luna all, all the way? Like, I don't care. There's, uh, like, there's, there's also the founder trying to save because that time Luna, uh, what he did was trying to sell BTC to cover, right? It's a bit like this kind of situation. I, I feel that, uh, although the effect could be bigger because Curve is like really the backbone of uh, the DeFi. Uh, what do you think? Or how do you see it? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it seems like when I, when I first caught wind of the news and, and caught up with it, the playbook seem, seems to be unfolding the same way as, as the, how, how Luna unfolds. Just that the, the catalyst for this is very, is very funny. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, the catalyst is, for this is funny, but for sure the vouchers, right? I, I think... Uh, I'm just guessing. Uh, let's say the vouchers are are the same as the the ones for the Luna one, right? They are they are all hunting, and uh, they are like, I'm all out to short until you hit that liquidation point. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, but, I, but, I, I don't know this one we need Justin Sun already <laughs> but yeah I mean he doesn't that doesn't waste an opportunity to get back in the limelight la. yeah 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 yeah. but I mean because it's DeFi all of it is actually fair what do you think Reggie everything is in the open what? it's not like uh, you're not you're, yes you're playing a game but like you know the positions are uh, it's not a secret and, and you know what yeah, you, yeah, the yeah, moves I mean, that you I make mean, that is true that is true yeah. but whether it's something is fair is a morality concept right but based upon what you say yeah okay everything is out there yeah it's true you know there's a someone found a weak point they're doubling down on it but i don't think people are really very interested in that kind of discussion of whether is it fair or not moral or not you know it's more like this is a situation something is happening if this is going to go down it's going to pull everyone else down so what is going to happen right or like you know or, or can you still trust this system can can you choose trust codes lah, right can you quote away all your problems you know yeah, or I mean, are we gonna, it, it, yeah. It definitely the, the the bigger issue definitely for for the crypto space to 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 grapple with is yeah. I mean you're trying to gain legitimacy among like non-crypto crowd or trad fire, right? How are they supposed to view decentralized lending as an alternative when you know an entire protocol can be brought down just like that over a weekend and and then cascade across the industry? Yeah, and a few months ago everybody was saying, oh uh you know centralized is the problem. Let's go DeFi. Mm. And then a few months later, oh and another problem, right? Honestly, when I, when I look at it, it's, it's very understandable because it's the evolution of a system, right? As it evolves, you 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 keep getting more and more. You find out what are the problems, what's the lacking, then you keep closing the loopholes, right? And mm. then and that's just how how a system works. But when your kind of movement becomes too big and a lot of people get hurt in the process, right? Then why would people even adopt it, right? Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah, I, I think that there are two there are two perspectives here, lah. You know, on, on one hand, you could also then argue conversely that this is just proof that you know DeFi works as intended, lah. Right? Because you know there are no special rules or bailouts. You know, no matter who mm. you are, it's just like some free market, you know, <laughs> governed by mathematics, <laughs> right? But then yeah. uh, on the on the other hand, you you are absolutely right, Reggie. I mean, this really could set back the industry in the sense that skeptics who are who are looking to dip their toes to into DeFi now would be just scared off. Yeah, 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 well, for sure. Um, Sponsors at the door, I don't even know where to take now. <laughs> it's like, it's all a situation, right? And it affects, it affects everybody. So there's a, yeah, yeah. But then it's also crazy that you can get like such a huge sum backed by volatile assets uh, that can be manipulated so easily. Yeah, it was over collateralized, right? But like, you know, no, right. whether is it whether is it rightly collateralized or not really depends on the lender, right? If the lenders mm. are if if they are, they are comfortable to lend him, and I'm sure they price a premium on on him as the founder, mm. right? So uh, you, you, actually, it, not true. I think the because it it like curve is the backbone, right? So people think that the curve, you know, token, it's not like stable coin, but it shouldn't be so... I think the big thing here is that if it gets liquidated, all the platform that lend him money will go into a bad debt. Like the big platform, like Flexland, Aave, Amelcadabra, mm. all this. And uh, I think only for Flexland, they have a mechanic that if the utilization is at 100%, the interest rate goes double every 24 hours. The rest, <laughs> uh, it was based on utilization rate. So it's pure mathematics. Like mm. there's no, because you are curved, then uh, now I'm going to give you a very high interest rate. However, just before we came on to this uh, podcast, Abel Cadaver did a, a governance vote. They want to raise the interest rate for a curve because they think, oh. yeah, but I think a bit late already, right? Like now. Yeah. yeah you can uh, raise all you want, but whether can people pay, that's a different different story. Yeah. And if you, can if you, you, trigger, and you trigger a sell-off, it makes it even more problematic for you. Right. Oh, this and, is and, uh, 
getting crazy like the double yeah, sword yeah. vicious cycle yeah. it's but, true uh, it's true I feel that it will definitely set back the if lah if, if, if it get triggered and he has no more I hope he has more good friends coming in but uh, <laughs> this this is not a bill out you see this is yeah. he taking his own equity and you know keep, keep doing OTC deal right to protect mm. the liquidation but at the same time let's say if he it run out of good friends then it will be a setback to the DeFi industry lah. I think the whole thing comes to this thing is leverage right because he mm. took his curve, put inside loan money, and now the exploit plus the volatile in the price and cost this whole thing to cascade. I mean, Maybe... if, 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 shit, if shit really does this just hit the fan and then this kind of like, you know, like this contagion throughout the whole DeFi space, like, you know, that's actually happened, right? We'll look back on this years from now and then ask ourselves, like, did he really have to buy the house? <laughs> <laughs> no, or if, if the free market is really a great place to be. Yeah, that too. Or, or, or you can think of this. But the house also lah. Yeah. Uh, does he feel that? No. So so to Mark's question, like, why did he buy the house? Okay, let's say he really take the loan and he buy the house. Like, does he believe more in the physical property than his crypto token? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. So 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 let me put it another way. So today, let's say shit hits the fan, right? Curve becomes zero, right? He disappeared from the crypto DeFi world, but he still has a 16 million house sitting out there. Sure, yeah, sure. It belongs point. to him. Sure. Yeah, That's yeah, a fair yeah, point. Yeah. But but let's be clear, I think yeah. it's also very common in the stock space. You know, a lot of people, they make a lot of money in the growth sectors, right? They, they yeah. go out there and tell people, oh, growth stocks, blah, 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 blah. And after they make their money, they also de-risk. They also yeah. put it somewhere else that's more mm. more boring, lah, right? Like a yeah, Barbie yeah. looking house, okay? Or like, you know, some, something that is more... Yeah, more out there, and it's so common. It's everywhere, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's not unique to him, lah. Yeah. Great. So that is the first story, um, which is crazy, yeah. and hopefully it doesn't keep unfolding. You know, if not, it will cover another like, one two months of storytelling around this <laughs> again. You know, which is never good news. You know, it's never good news when we have to keep talking about it every other week. But yeah, yeah that's that. especially yeah. uh, especially for me, yeah, because I'm in the industry, right? Then I don't want any more setback. It's very painful, already. Like I always repeat, the back is mm. getting, it's very very heavy. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. You can you can uh, put your skills to public good, uh. I mean, you're learning yeah, in public good. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't 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 think about profit. Do good, okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and and that brings us to the second story. I don't really have a, have a nice segue for the second story here, but you know, like uh, we're gonna call it the the base case. This is the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that one quite good. That's a, that's a good name. Right, good name. Right, Go right. for so, it. So, yeah. so this 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 uh, second story, it it is uh. You know, well, everyone is kind of looking at like uh, the DeFi contagion threat, right? There were other DGENs that were also really caught up in the, the base meme coin mania, okay? So we're going to get in the, into the details in a second, but, you know, just to set some context first, like base is essentially like uh, Coinbase's uh, uh, layer two, right? And um, basically, there's been a lot of like, you know, like I would say a speculation, a lot of money coming into like, you know, like some of the, the, the meme coins under base, right? And also some rug pulls are. Should we kind of like do like kind of a primer on what base is, guys, for the audience? Yeah, yeah, share, share a little. Okay. Yeah, I can help you. If you start on uh, just now that setting, uh, I can jump in and help you and uh, share why it's uh, base and all, like in details. I mean, this is, uh, what, what, what I do know is that this is part of Coinbase's secret master plan uh, trademark. And this is actually what they, they really called it. <laughs> <laughs> Just dictated their corporate strategy since 2016, right? 
So the, the basically Coinbase came up with this goal to kind of like really build an open financial system. So uh, it has like four simple steps, okay? There's the protocol layer. Basically, that's like, you know, similar to like, you know, like your internet. Lah. And then the currency we use be like Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? And then followed by that is infrastructure, then consumer interface, and finally like decentralized apps. So right now we are at like, I think they're, they're rolling out the apps for a global financial system. And base is essentially, you know, like, going to be the, I guess, the, the the infrastructure, the platform on which these apps are going to be built from. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just to yeah. add, uh, BASE is uh, layer two blockchain. So it leverage on the tech stack called OP stack. So optimism. So we know there's Arbitrum, there's optimism, right? So optimism actually open source their setup and uh, BASE actually took it. Uh. So the goal of OP is to make a super chain. So today you can have a uh, Blockcast, uh, Blockhead, TFC, uh, also deploying your own chain using the OP stack, right? They, they, they welcome everyone. So base took it and they also have engineers contributing to the OP stack uh, to make it uh, better. So this is one, so they are layer two. Uh, recently, they went mainnet, like what Mark said, so when mainnet, they, they come on board. Uh, but this mainnet, right, is not for retail users. It is for developers. Uh, so I went in, play around, and if you set up a smart contract, any smart contract, they will give you a NFT, commemorative NFT and say, hey, Welcome to base, no? Uh, as a developer, you, you do something interesting here. It wasn't meant for retail users and there was no official front end to bridge money in. So base mainnet, they give you an address. Let's say you send one ETH into an address. Within minutes, you will have one ETH on the base chain, right? There, there's no front end. You literally send to a contract address and that contract you know, just produce one base, uh, mean one base for you. So it's open, right, for developers. Then I think it was like two to three weeks. It's like really like developer, like real question. And suddenly I, I was also caught off on, on this Sunday, like the, uh, this token called Vault and uh, BLD. La. And uh, a lot of mean coins starts appearing on uh, the base chain. Uh, then the DGEN come already. And this is also when the, <laughs> the, the, the curve thing is happening, right? So one side is... Uh, firefighting the DeFi ecosystem, but the DGEN, uh, it doesn't matter to me. I, I'm just going for my 100x. So the DGEN, chong ah. everyone goes in. But you must know, at that point of time, let's say last week, there was no bridge to come out, right? Mm. So if you go into base, let's say you make 100 if that means there's no way for you to bring that 100 if back to Ethereum and sell it for stablecoin. No. You have to wait, wait until like someone actually build it. But it doesn't matter. To DGEN, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> DGEN. I have to DGen get in. Already. I have to get in. I have to <laughs> buy as much Bitcoin uh, as possible. So there's one significant Bitcoin which uh, bought and uh, bought, but there is also other Bitcoins that uh, came out. And some are honeypots where you mm. can buy, but you cannot sell. But you cannot sell, yeah. Yeah, and some are pure rock. Because uh, everyone is rushing, right? So uh, don't need to do research. Don't need, right? read, no research. Don't need to study. Yeah, don't need just, read. just go chong. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, the developer. Let's see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, the people make money. I think some, some people really make money. Those that are early, for sure. Right, right now, uh, as of today, there are CNAPs. They are building a bridge for people to bridge it out. Lah. So the bridge are starting to take place. So I think the big thing here is their ball token, actually within 24 hours, I think I sent team, right? Yeah, it went yeah up we're talking to, about it. <laughs> it, went up, it went up 3,000,000%. You're not talking about 3,000,000%. 3, <laughs> You're talking about 3,000,000%. <laughs> right? 
I can I cannot <laughs> comprehend the growth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. It's not you're not supposed to comprehend. There's a reason why you call it degen. Yeah, true, 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 right? true. Like, yeah, like yeah. what, what? There's no logic. Yeah, you don't need to care. <laughs> but yeah, oh my goodness, not shit. Not, not, not just degens. Cause I was talking to somebody yesterday, and he's a, a Wait, researcher. Someone is trying to write the momentum on these things. No, you, okay, no, he's okay. A, I won't he's be surprised. A, he's, he, he's a researcher, and and he was writing a paper on base. So he was playing around with the mechanics. Uh, so him and his other researcher, they're, they're both from a very prominent publication. Uh, but anyway, they were you know, playing around a bit and see what, what, to do, what, what they can do. And at that point, the total value of Bolt on uh, base was at 90,000. They were just do, do, writing their paper over the weekend. They went back in and it was at, uh, I don't know, like, like 3 million or something like that. Uh, basically, they are 0.1 ETH, which was just there to play around so they can write their research had turned into 1.5 million. Uh, and, uh, wow, great. Well, yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, if I was him, I, 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 I fucked the paper. Then he should, did the researcher like Isaac and buy a house in Singapore? Uh, he, or somewhere? He, he, he lives in New York. Uh, he's getting married this weekend, oh. so he's going to be... Wow, a, that's uh, a good money for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just like, yeah, I'm yeah, just doing it for work. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Pleasantly yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, but then the ball rock, rock uh. Yeah, yeah the, the developer removed the liquidity. Then, uh, I mean, the exit you know, like those that came late were hurt. Uh. Oh my God, crazy, crazy. I, I don't know if this is a blessing in disguise because I'm at the conference, right? I have no time for this. Mm. Uh, so I only read the news and uh, follow up a little bit. Maybe I, when I got in, I will get, I will become the exit liquidity because like, it's hard to react, right? Yeah. I mean, once but, you uh, hear yeah. about it, it's too late, right? That's the yeah. That's the general rule. But what about speculation that Sam Bankman Freed is behind this pump? Is there any... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think... I, I think a borderline conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> well, there is. There is because they uh, found an address that, uh, you know... that uh, Tied to him. Yes, that puts in... Uh, actually, not exactly tied to him. It's tied to an old address that contributed in a forum discussion before. And this forum discussion is tied to SBF. Then it's also tied to Alameda address. So people are speculating. Oh. Uh, but uh, there's no like concrete evidence. So, but, but, but people are speculating. Uh, so there's a new token right now on base called FUSAM. And uh, it's also trending. <laughs> uh, never financial advice. Never financial advice. You know, uh, I, I was just checking. You know, yeah, that's, what, what, yeah. what is really funny to me about all these situations, right? Is that usually it starts from a really kind of like impressive, noble place, right? So like, let's just say like why we have base or these other kind of like, you know, competitors, like, you know, these frictionless kind of L2s, because we want to enable users what to kind of onboard their, problem. right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Or like, you know, have this some sort of super like full stack kind of like L2 kind of thesis, you know, like super chains, right? And then the actual use cases, right? You see people kind of launching like kind of like FU SAM and like bulk tokens, right? And it's so funny because what they started off with and then the current reality, right? It's so polarizing at the moment. Like, this is actually what I, I feel. Oh, like. uh, it is. But uh, <laughs> I share another input that is very interesting. So throughout this whole week, right? This whole meme coin saga on base, that chain itself, the revenue for the chain, 760K. Oh. So that they do, right? Because mm. uh, chain sell block space, ma. So you yeah, use yeah, my block space, yeah. uh, all the fees and all. That fees yeah. accumulated 760k. So base is actually like, you know, thanks to Mincoin, it's making money. Wow. <laughs> like the chain itself. But would you say like, I mean, okay, so just, just running it back to like, you know, the actual applications, right? So like from the other competitors to say like base, right? We've seen quite a number of other 
similar uh, L2s, right? Trying to kind of do like, you know, similar roadmaps, right? I think you mentioned there's like optimism and then there's like something else. What was it again? Uh, so uh, optimism, Arbitrum, all these are L2. Like Arbitrum, base yeah, is also yeah. L2, yeah. I heard that like, there's also ZK stack or something like that. Like there's a ZK sync to release something. ZK sync is also introducing their stack called Hyperchain where right, they welcome right. everyone to use their code. Mm. A lot of L2. Mm. Uh, it's, it's just like back in the like 2021, there are a lot of odd L1 where you have like Ethereum, you have Phantom, Avalanche, uh, all these sync, they are all L1. Uh, right now, is we are all L2, right? Because the uh, core mm. open source their code, then they use it. So base comes in. I, uh, I think what, what could be really re- relevant for us and, you know, like the audience kind of look at also, you know, over the next 6 to 12 months, right? This is clearly going to be a big theme here where we, you know, base, for example, is, presents a roadmap like, for what a number of the other L2s would want to try to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? So like it, it could be one, one of the dominant themes here that we see, like, like having really frictionless kind of L2s. And ideally, this, this leads to more people being onboarded to the space. Uh, what's interesting to me is that Coinbase has the market penetration. They have the, you know, they've got a ton of assets under management, right? So um, they have the advantage already from my point mm-hmm. of view. Yeah, but for a- anyone thinking that Base will launch the Base token, at least for now, la, Coinbase say they are not launching any Base token. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's unlikely also because they are like public company. Yeah, they are not like Arbitrum on L2 launch ARB token, right? The OP also have their OP governance token, right? At least for now, it's unlikely that they have the base token for governance yeah, because they are a public company. Yeah, yeah, fair. Public company, all the scrutiny, right? I mean, we can really dive into this whole, I mean, at some point, uh, you know, like the whole multi-chain, now it's like, they call it super chains, right? Uh, super chain is a term by OP. Hyper chain right. is a term by... Uh, ZK. <laughs> uh, yeah, ZK. Polygon also have some fancy name uh, for their but new ZK. It all ZK means the same thing. one, right? It's, it's just uh, it's all, all the same thing. All yeah, 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 extra they're, things on top of their original... No, I mean, they're, they're all trying to, try to you know, like, uh, achieve sim- a similar theme, uh. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So like that, yeah. that, that, that to me is quite interesting here like, to see how, how it goes. Yeah, but, but basically, I mean, the, the question I just wanted to pose, right? So this is the game now, right? Like every every like wave, there's a game to play, right? Like once the, like, you know, it started with the, you know, ICOs, that's the first game. Once that wave has passed, it'll never come back. After that, what there was uh, NFT and then DeFi Summer. Yeah. Now the game is L2s. Uh. The, the subtext here is that I feel that, you know, this industry is something that always has to have a dominant narrative to drive interest, right? So maybe the one that comes up to this is Aliens, uh, which is like our next story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes. you. I was thinking like, how should I push this thing? But yeah, so... No, but it's, like, it's, it's so, it's so interesting, layup. right? Like you have like, yeah. you know, like everything that's trending right now, right? Oh, I talk about AI. Yeah, there's going to be a blockchain thing about it as well. Oh, and you know, like freaking like UFOs have been kind of discussed in the US Senate. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Know like, you know, that was uh, kind yeah. of like gonna be. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Reggie, Reggie, lead us into this. Lead us into yeah. the uh, into the My unknown. Goodness, guys, I'm I'm so lost. I think Brian is in the right place, lah. Blockchain should be for public good, right? Not for aliens, uh. But anyway, yeah. right? <laughs> today the third story. Oh my god. Okay, so here goes right. Aliens, AI, and crypto, right? And the idea here is in an era where we are grappling with the emergence of DAOs and the proliferation of digital assets on Earth. It appears that we are not alone in the cosmos grappling with this concept. An intriguing thought has entered the what the hell is this was Z-tigist. The Zygeist. <laughs> Bro, Zygeist. Zygeist. Oh, wow. Zy- oh 
Oh my god! Right, right, guys, right. Could it be that alien counterparts are also utilizing blockchain technology? Could DAOs be the de facto standard for resource allocation in advanced civilizations? <laughs> spread across the galaxies this is crazy shit right and all these is built as the u.s congress hearing on ufos you know grips the world's attention so what is your take you know why is all this and of course the oh, genesis I, of I this really story like, is like because the... tim loves it lah. Right? i know i, I... <laughs> I really like like the dramatic reading of that paragraph. Uh, of course, Dilbert. hey guys, cool. it is damn dramatic. This thing yeah. is damn dramatic. Like, why are aliens in the talk? Of course, I know because we have been doing this, right? But it wasn't the first thing in my head that crypto is tied to aliens. But I keep hearing the whole like the U.S. Congress talking about UFOs. So I was like, what the hell is going on? So, I mean, yeah. of course, of course, it would be tied to crypto, right? Of course, <laughs> I mean, of course. This, of this course. space, this this there's space a self-select as... crowd here, right? Like the yeah, jets and aliens. Crypto. <laughs> Basically nutters. But okay, let's just say, okay, like as the, the base. Just want right, to be clear that I love how just, serious you are with this topic, Tim. I love I mean, how serious the, you are. The, the, the base to this, right? Okay, it's real. Okay, let's just accept that. <laughs> okay, okay. I accept okay? first. I accept. I listen. You, yes. You've been following the news about you, the US Congress hearing, right? Mm. The takeaway yes, is I that have. the phenomenon is real. It's not science fiction. Okay. While extraterrestrial life itself wasn't confirmed, the consensus was clear that instances of unexplained aerial phenomena warrant serious scientific investigation and a unified approach to tracking and understanding these sightings. Bring it back to crypto. Okay. Arthur, he has weighed in in a blog post, right? This guy, his views move the industry. The BitMEX CEO brings forth an intriguing narrative about how blockchain technology and the concept of DAOs might not just be a disruptive innovation on Earth, but it could also exist amongst <laughs> extraterrestrial civilizations. Uh, go read his latest blog post called Moai. So he speculates on how the technology underpin that underpins digital assets might be an interstellar norm and how DAOs could be uh, used to enable you know, these advanced civilizations to administer resources you know, across different planets and star systems. Basically, blockchain could be a universal constant, you know, similar to like the speed of light. <laughs> Basically, Tim, I find it very hard to take every other word that you say seriously from now on. It's not true. I, I am okay, I, okay, I, okay. I, I'm, so, a, I'm a believer, but I'm just echoing I know what you are. Guys, 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 first so, of all, it's, it's very important to kind of state, right, for the sake of the credibility of this podcast, that the only reason why we're actually talking about this is because it is actually a real trending story. Like, you know, because... Exactly, I, yeah, yeah comes out Thank to you. say something like this, right? People take notice and it is, I mean, it is kind of weird that we're talking about aliens, but here we are, you know? But that's uh, why I said, we just have to accept that these, this phenomenon is real. <laughs> then we can okay. have proper discussions. You cannot yes. be laughing about it all the time. Okay, okay. Accept, accept, <laughs> I, I'm, accept. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> but after this, he suggests that aliens could be communicating with us through the blockchain. Mm. Oh, I didn't read that post, but uh, <laughs> okay. I, I'm open-minded, uh, so I'm, uh, later I will need to go and read in detail. I mean, dude, guys, it's, it's impossible to actually have a view on this, uh, you know? It's like, what's that the same, man? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a fun story, right? But but <laughs> I don't know. It links to crypto. Uh, I mean, well, what just are, okay, so Tim, what are the general reactions to this? Like, you know, like to his, to his post? To this post? Arthur, right? To Arthur's kind of like, I haven't, I haven't looked at the, the responses to that. Lah. But it is uh, shaking up Congress. Lah. You know, you, you see like even AOC uh, weighing in. No, yes. <laughs> no, but like seeing a some sort of like unidentified kind of like, you know, weird flying device or phenomena in the sky and then talking about, you know, how the government could be hiding some stuff from us. 
it's very different from saying that like you know like blockchain is a universal constant la, and that yes. the aliens are, the aliens are communicating to us yes Mark blockchain. oh my god <laughs> I mean full cognizance with you in a long time <laughs> right? sure and this is me. exactly what I was saying I said okay I can accept that maybe there's really aliens maybe there's you know all these things but Walane universal constants you know Dao is the like wow standard and, and everything where we are interacting I'm like really I don't know eh. like, like Singaporeans don't even use not everybody uses you know, now it's an interstellar exchange right you know so yeah so that's that's my that's my concern as a a builder of grand narratives after Hayes it's also his job to speculate on possible futures on on how how these things but usually usually this kind of speculations would have some sort of basis right so no builders of grand narratives no need it's like it's like writing Harry Potter why do you need why do you need a basis (laughs) right you just write only uh, a Coindesk op-ed published uh, uh, a couple days ago titled Aliens Exist and They Use Cryptocurrency. Okay. <laughs> what does he say? What does he say? It also speculates that... Uh, it says something about Coindesk. Uh, put it that way. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Let him say, okay, come okay, on. Okay, tell, okay. Me, tell me. Well, what mean, did, they, what they, did they, he say? No, no, they, they, they said that, uh, well, you know, while that is improvable, you know, they also speculate that Bitcoin could have been a gift from, from extraterrestrials and also tie it to uh, Saka, Sa- Satoshi Nakamoto's disappearance. I mean, the crypto space has drawn like, like, like weirdos from all over. It's also like full of conspiracy theories. So like, Aliens, extraterrestrial intelligence, and all that—it's a—it's a match made in heaven, lah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah, 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 Tim. I totally understand why that is the logic leap, you know. But I—I feel like I just lost you. No, I I mean, (laughs) I I just—I just lost the whole space. Like, like, guys, relax, relax. You know. Oh my god. Oh my god. But 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 yeah, yeah. Interesting. So how will the reality of something like that then affect the broader space then? Or is this just gonna just be a small little thing? There will always be a small bunch of people that believe in, in this whole everything is jumbo together type of situation. I mean a small bunch of people that believe in something is the genesis of Bitcoin. And look at okay, look at where fair. we are today. You have to understand uh, that, like, okay, the the thing about this you know, is that people in the community, right, they really, really, really want for this to kind of like gain, I would say like acceptance, mm-hmm. you know? It's just a regular thing. So any mainstream trending narrative that comes in, right, you're going to get kind of people in the blockchain community trying to latch on to it, mm. right? And this is no different. I mean, personally, I, I, I do think that there is extraterrestrial life, la, but like, you know, like I, I don't know about completing that with like what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, full cognizance with that. And, and we will see the listen through numbers this week. I, I want to see how people stay to the end to listen to us talk about this. And let us know if you want more alien content. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so I think we take a poll, right? Okay, so so um, what do y'all think, right? Like, is UFO exists? Are we in cognizance of that? You know, is that extraterrestrial life out there? I think we are cognizant, right? Boss, Brian, you're, you're together with us on that? Like, do I believe? Yeah. Do you believe? Believe? Do you uh, believe? Do you uh, believe? I, I I believe in crypto lah, but uh, <laughs> not but, sure about alien, is it? No, not sure about alien and UFO yet lah. Okay, we will see. We will see where this brings us, right? But yeah, you know, all these narratives can develop in its own way. So yeah, another um crazy week. I think you should focus on curve more than aliens. But that's it for today. Um, is there any last words from anyone? No. The truth no. is out there. No, okay, well, there is one. <laughs> the truth is out there. Hey, I love you, okay. Tim. I'm not it's not personal. It's nothing personal. Either we are alone yeah. in the universe or we are not. Uh, and both possibilities are equally as frightening. Oh, wow, wow. You want to steal the it's final better. closing. That is yeah, a good that's right. line. That's a good line. Okay, but the truth is out there. It's also the a good line. That will be yeah. our yeah, yeah. next t-shirt. <laughs>
Right, believer <laughs> and the truth is out there. Right, what's the other one? What's the other one? We have one more. Never financial advice. Never financial. Yes, yes. So these are our yeah, few taglines. Yeah. I will create a shirt for our next event. Okay. We'll see you in person. <laughs> Meanwhile, take care. Have a good right, time. Man. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Coconuts. So yes, uh, I hope you enjoyed this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead. And uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project. But we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually, you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments. And if it so happened, this is something that you're looking at, the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff then that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week